Rochester Regional Health, working every day to improve the health of individuals and communities so everyone can enjoy a better, healthier life, presents another edition of Rock Your Health Radio. Here's Bill Klaproth. It's possible to lower your chances of heart attack and heart disease by paying attention to heart-healthy habits. Here to talk with us about keeping your heart healthy is Dr. Ryan Hofen, Director of Non-Invasive Cardiology at Rochester Regional Health. Dr. Hofen, thank you for your time today. Well, the science is pretty clear with the proper diet and exercise, you can lower your chances of heart disease, right? That's right. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Um, the uh, Unfortunately, cardiac disease is the number one cause of death in the U.S. About one in three people die due to heart disease. And the latest numbers from the Center for Disease Control suggest that about uh, a little over half of those deaths are preventable by changing to more healthy lifestyle habits. Over half. Again, the research is very clear on this. And, you know, we do have a lot of research and information. So why is it so hard then for many people to follow heart-healthy habits? Well, I think it's a, a few things. Uh, number one, uh, I think some people are are either not aware or perhaps in denial that they are at risk. Uh, to hear the numbers is one thing, but to, to connect that to themselves personally uh, can be more difficult for people. So I think that uh, by getting the word out and uh, and by having people actually take a look at their own numbers and realizing what their risk factors are and, and knowing uh, what their risk of heart disease really is, that maybe they'll they'll have a more personal connection and uh, and begin to take some initiative. Secondly, it's it's very difficult. Uh, many of the things we're talking about they're they're admittedly not easy. Uh, for example, tobacco use is probably the biggest risk factor and is a, is a major contributor to the uh, frequency of heart disease. And, and we have to admit, it's not easy to quit smoking, but it is certainly worthwhile. So realize that it can happen to you. And I think you're right. We always think, well, that's not going to happen to me. I'm in good shape. I don't have to worry about heart disease. So you're saying be proactive in your heart health and understand uh, your risk factors, right? And then certainly if you're a smoker, I mean, please do everything you can to quit smoking. Yeah, absolutely. There, I, I think there are a lot of misconceptions about uh, perhaps one risk factor being more important than others. A lot of people will have a heart attack, and then they'll they'll look at me and say, "How how could this have happened to me? My cholesterol is excellent." And unfortunately, the cholesterol uh, is not the whole story. Uh, and, well, it's unfortunate for people with good cholesterol, I suppose. Um, cholesterol is part of it, but uh, you can have good cholesterol, and if you uh, if you smoke, if you're not getting exercise, if you're not eating healthy, if you're overweight, um, uh, and and a lot of it, admittedly, is luck. If so, if you're one of those unlucky people who does everything right, your risk of a heart attack is not zero. The risk is still there. So we just need to do everything we can to work the odds in our favor. So, Dr. Hofen, let me ask you this. You talked about cholesterol, and hey, listen, I've got good cholesterol. I'm, you know, I've lowered my risk for heart disease and heart attack, which is true, but you said in some cases people with good cholesterol can have heart disease. So, when we go to the doctor, what tests should we be asking to find out? Because, like you say, if you have good cholesterol, you still may, may be at risk. So, what should we be asking when we go to the doctor? 
I think what people should ask their doctor is, what is my risk of heart disease? That's the key question. And the things that we check to, to know what that risk is, to, to best assess that risk, are the very simple things that we generally do with every uh, patient office visit. It's uh, height, weight, it's blood pressure, and then there are a few um, basic uh, blood tests, uh, cholesterol and uh, blood sugar, uh, that are the basic things that we need to be able to tell people what their risk is of having a heart attack or a stroke within the next 10 years. And we get a very good estimate just based on those simple things. So height, weight, blood pressure, cholesterol, and blood sugar. So if your physician is doing those tests, you get a pretty good assessment of the heart disease risk for that individual. That's right. Uh, there are um, there are studies that have looked at large numbers of people and have given us uh, basically a, a formula or a calculator that we can use to estimate someone's risk of a heart attack or stroke within 10 years based on those numbers. And in fact, people can go online and uh, plug in their own numbers and find out what that risk would be if they have those numbers themselves. And if you go, if you search for heart risk calculator in Google, there's a great one. I believe the first one that'll come up usually is the one from the Mayo Clinic, and it's a great, uh, a great way to, uh, to find that number and, and get a real sense of what your risk really is. Okay, very good tip, and thank you for sharing that with us. Okay, so let's talk about lifestyle now. Uh, you mentioned diet and exercise before. So, what do we need to do? Uh, or what are our heart-healthy habit tips from you? What should we be paying attention to as far as our diet and exercise? In terms of exercise, uh, the, the big thing is just to, to start doing it. Most people don't get enough exercise, and uh, it's, it's hard to get started. It's hard for people to find the right, find motivation and just get out there and do it. But getting some form of exercise for 30 minutes a day for most days of the week, usually we recommend at least five days a week, um, is really crucial. So I, I recommend that people find something they enjoy doing. It doesn't have to be um, it doesn't have to be joining a gym. It doesn't have to be real strenuous. It can be getting out for a brisk walk around the neighborhood. It can be walking around the mall when the weather is not so great. Um, it can be um, it can be anything that you enjoy that's just going to get your heart rate up and keep it there for about half an hour. Sometimes finding a friend to do it with you. Um, for some people these days, it's uh, some people find motivation in using a smartwatch that's going to tell them how active they are and and maybe make some social connections so they can see how they're doing and uh, egg on a friend who's doing the same thing. Um, and uh, it's just important to um, to keep doing it. A lot of times people will tell me I'm I'm exercising, I'm doing all this stuff, but my weight's not going down. I try to encourage them to, to keep it up anyway. Staying active is the best goal in itself. Um, doing it to lose weight is, is a little bit different. And a lot of times, if you're, not, if you're not doing other things to lose weight, doing it with exercise alone is going to fail. And uh, someone who's, who's exercising is going to be a lot healthier than someone who's not exercising at the same weight. So just find something you like doing and uh, get started and uh, and keep it up. It's my I like how you I like how you put that exercise. Just start doing it. <laughs> That's just start right. Just start doing it. And as you say, staying active is the best goal itself. 
Yes, absolutely. And and the other thing is for people who are exercising, once you start that, you've got to realize that that to exercise for half an hour in the morning and then to uh to sit sit at uh sit at a desk, sit on the couch, uh to be sitting for the rest of the day uh is not good either. Um there's been a lot of research re- recently about the detrimental effects of sitting. When we um uh, are sitting for the rest of the day, we really undo the benefit we've just gotten from that exercise. So we usually recommend that people try to find ways to just be active throughout the day. At least every 30 to 60 minutes, we should be getting up and walking around. Um, we uh, um, There are a lot of people these days who are using standing desks instead of sitting at a desk all day. Um, we need to, rather than pick up the phone to, to talk to someone who's down the hall, should stand up and walk down there and talk to him in person. Um, use time at lunch to, to take a, a walk around. So staying active throughout the day as well is really important. That's a good tip. So even set that timer so every 50 minutes or so you're up and moving uh, around the office uh, just so you're up and not sitting all day. So that's another very good tip. So what about diet? Can you quickly share with us some diet tips? Yeah, diet is uh, diet's another hard one for people to change because we develop tastes early in life that tend to stick with us. And, uh, and a lot of people find it very difficult to make changes, but, uh, but it is very important. Um, what I usually start out by telling people is that, um, that I, I really believe the healthiest thing is, is a vegan diet. And um, that's, um, it seems to be very healthy. We've seen time and again how people's numbers improve when they can stick to that kind of a diet. Um, people tend to be healthier. They, uh, they feel well. But that's a difficult diet to stick with. But I tend to think that the more we can move our diets in that kind of a direction, the better off we're going to be. Big so look into a uh, right. That makes so look into a vegan diet, kind of more of that plant-based diet. Yeah, that's. I think that would really be beneficial for a lot of people. But um, a lot of people tell me, you know, I like to eat. Um, you know, I like to eat these particular things. I, that's a treat for me. I, I'm I'm going to keep doing that. It's you know that's part of life for me. But I tell them, you know, you don't, you don't necessarily have to go to a real strict diet to get some benefit. If you can move in that direction and make um, a lot of the less healthy foods, make them a rare treat rather than an everyday thing, and uh, you're going to do yourself a lot of good. So right, so the, things... the bad foods in, mod- mo- in uh, moderation then. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I try to encourage people to eat, get a lot of uh, a lot of vegetables, a lot of vegetables as well as fruits, and really put that at the center of the plate. Get a lot, a big helping of that. Try to fill up on that, and the less healthy things, like especially uh, meats, red meats in particular, put those at the side. Think of that as a side dish. Uh, if you're going to eat meat. Um, Staying away from the red meats is, is important. Uh, fish, poultry, we tend to think is, is healthier. So uh, when you're eating meat, usually it should be those things. Um, other things about diet, some of the key things about diet would be trying to keep the sodium intake low. Sodium is really important to minimize in order to keep a low blood pressure. Um, uh, and sugary beverages are the other big no-no in my mind. Uh, drinking a lot of sugary beverages is just brings a lot of empty calories. That's right. We drink on a lot of pounds every year. Well, Dr. Hofen, thank you for your time today. And if you could wrap it up for us, why should someone choose Rochester Regional for their heart health needs? Well, at Rochester Regional Health, we're very fortunate to have some great programs. 
to uh, help prevent heart disease. Uh, we've got great centers such as the uh, uh, the weight management clinic that can help people to uh, to move their lifestyle in a positive direction, and. Um, we've got great technologies for detecting heart disease for people who, who develop problems or believe that they're having symptoms of heart disease. And we've got really advanced technologies in order to be able to treat those things with the most up-to-date technologies. Well, that's great information, and thank you for sharing that. And thank you again for your time today, Dr. Hofen. You're listening to Rock Your Health Radio with Rochester Regional Health. For more information, you can go to rochesterregional.org. That's rochesterregional.org. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.